Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Give it to me! Give it to me! Hey everyone, I'm Molly Wood. And I'm Tom Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you. Where innovation, cooperation, and serving our communities are the things that have kept our story alive since 2013. And there's no end in sight. Thanks for joining us. If we hadn't already done Goodwill, I would think that was Goodwill. Right? See, now that would work for Goodwill. And then I saw who it is. And I was like, wow, definitely not Goodwill. No. And I mean, I guess... Maybe that's just where you go when it's that generic and you're Land O'Lakes. Land <laughs> O'Lakes. Okay, so Land maybe I'm being un, unfair. I just mm-hmm. think butter when I think Land of Lakes. I also think butter. I did not know. They do make cheese and <laughs> eggs no and cocoa. Oh, yeah, because milk. It's very dairy-oriented. But I didn't know it was a farmer-owned co-op. I did not either. I'm like all. about to like, this has actually worked. And now I'm going to start buying Land Lakes because I'm like, what? You're a family owned co-op. That's so cool. That's cool. Yeah. Am I being like co-op washed here? Are you being co-opted? Hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it was too obvious. <laughs> anyway. Yes. In case you're wondering our about page shenanigans continue mm-hmm. in 2023, because we think. We are hilarious. That's true. Uh, you will tell us when we're not anymore. Feedback is thing.me. You didn't exactly. need us when to tell you. When you're ready for us to switch, yeah. just let us know. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, I hope that you are covering your face with Vaseline. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, do you know about slugging? No. No. Slugging is the process of slathering your face with petroleum jelly overnight uh, in order to give your skin that gorgeous glow. Literal petroleum jelly? Yep. Okay, like I have two questions. One, Vaseline is back. Mm Mm-hmm. So when I was growing up, I mean, this is amazing. This is like a total full circle thing, although I do not recall ever putting Vaseline in my face. I cannot imagine the horrific acne that would have resulted. But... When I was growing up in Montana and North Dakota, I would occasionally have such dry skin on my legs. Like they would just like itch horrifically. And once in a while, I'll still do this, that you slather them in Vaseline and put on socks or even wrap them in saran wrap. Yeah. And sleep like that. Do it to your face. Maybe not the saran wrap part for your face. <laughs> I don't know. Why not? The, uh, <laughs> leave yourself some air holes. Uh, but yeah, the, the moisturizer part. Uh, I heard about this from uh, Bria Grant on the Reading Glasses podcast, mentioned it last month. Um, and so I, I, I looked it up. Uh, Shara Marie points out this has been a thing for a couple of years, uh, but but Bria had just started doing it. So I think it's, it's having another moment in its cycle. Uh, and I, I looked it up. Uh, and of course, because I wanted to make sure I was getting accurate information, I went to Cleveland Clinic to find, uh, you know, some medical opinion on this turns out 
it's 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 all right not bad uh moisturizes protects repairs damage easy to take off not a lot of known side effects if there are any so hysterical. yeah and they call it by the way slugging because of slugs yeah like the slime because the mucus that a slug leaves <laughs> so gross. it's like you let a, a slug uh, crawl over your face but without the gross nightmarish inducing part of it because it's just the best slugging isn't right for everyone. <laughs> Dr. Kasuf explains what skin types and conditions should avoid it. Oily sure. skin. Yeah. Acne prone. Yes. Which like, oof. God. If you've got oily skin, Ice you don't school. need to slug in the first place. Right. So yes. But if you have dry skin yeah, yeah. and you're not prone to breakouts. Wow. Slugging. That's incredible. Plus what a great name. So have, you, have you been slugging? Oh, yes, I've been slugging. God, your skin looks amazing. Have you been slugging? Oh, my gosh, yes. Slug every night. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, this is one of those things that I never should have. I have to apologize to my brother. I never should have doubted him. Oh, okay. Because he found out early about the RRR movie. Mm. What and is now, the RRR movie? <laughs> The RRR movie is the Ur thing in movies right now. Okay. It's an Indian film. Okay. So it's, it's the name of an actual film. Not it's a the genre name of a movie. Of and yeah. it's literally three R's. RRR. Like Rise, he started texting me about revolt. it. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, why do you keep saying this? And he's like, it's insane. And there's like CGI oh, animals. One. Yeah. And the da, 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 da. Like, it's just like. This Whatever. is one of those like, ones that crazy. just made me a hundred percent smarter with the moment you introduced it. <laughs> okay, good. Because it's like going to be in the Oscars. I uh-huh. think it won the golden globe for best original song. It did not win best non-English language film mm-hmm. uh, for the golden globe, but everybody's like, no, I think it might actually, it's on the short list now for the Oscars. So it is a like martial arts, Bollywood, like his musical, three hour long movie in the language called Telugu. Mm-hmm. And it recently, so my brother like found it and may or may not have checked it out before it was in wide release. And then it hit US shores, I don't know, like last week, all of a sudden premiered in the US. And it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's a sensation. It's, it's music beat. Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, Top Gun Maverick, and Rihanna. <laughs> I mean, that, by the way, is like the power. I mean, of Lady Indian Gaga market. and Top Gun Maverick are the same, but I just like it had to throw that in on top. Of right. It. Yeah. Lady. Right. Exactly. Like the Lady Gaga song from freaking Maverick, yeah. you guys. Yeah. It just went bananas. And there's this whole piece from the Indian Express about what a global sensation it is that was published yesterday. And it was like, you know, within six days or within four or five days of its release, even internationally before it got to the U.S., it was in Deadline, Variety, The New York Times. And like, it's just I I have to I mean, honestly, I would have been on this like two weeks ago, except I didn't believe it. So uh, I I think you're still in time because it's it's going to it's going to probably do have a big big night at the oscars right because it sounds like it's going to at least win song at the oscars i think the nominations haven't come out so they'll the nominations will be announced on january 24th and Uh then we will know so yeah definitely but it'll get nominated it'll get nominated it kind of seems like it sounds like it might even win um 73 million hours on netflix that ain't bad for an international 
at all. And the Netflix apparently is a, what is it? The Netflix version is like a Hindi language dub of the t- original Tagulu with subtitles. It's not even considered like ideal, you know, for, cause it's like dubbed and with subtitles, right. but, but people still are just, well, like, if yeah, you don't I'm speak in. Telugu, you may not notice, I suppose. Right. Exactly. But yeah, I don't know. Actually, the, there might be, there might be other sound issues with the dubbing. I suppose if you're not going with know. the straight original, but I watched like a few minutes of it and it is visually insane. It's just, it's just like, I mean, Bollywood productions are so over the top anyway, like, and it's just banana pants. So this, there's, they're saying this could do for Bollywood, what Crouching Tiger did for martial arts, Hong Kong, Chinese films. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. So yeah, if you're under, you know, if you got a blizzard, maybe a bomb cyclone, atmospheric river. (laughs) Just throwing that out there. If you're not into playoff football, like spend three hours this weekend watching RRR because it's what everyone's doing. See, I was going to, I've been trying to watch Decision to Leave, which is a, the Korean film that's getting a, a lot of buzz. Uh, and now I got to watch this one too because this just looks insane. <laughs> this, looks, this looks great. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty excited about yeah. this one. Uh, my other thing this week is uh, just calling attention to face stickers. Um, they're not new. But I see them all over them. Like everybody, especially over the holidays, I felt like uh, a lot of YouTubers and stuff and celebrities doing face stickers, just like sticking hearts on their face and stars and stuff. Really? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the, it's the kinder, gentler face tattoo? It's very much like, I don't know if it's quite entirely Gen Z. Uh, it, it's also millennial, but yeah, it's a, a like, ooh, let's do face stickers when we're dressing up for fun, when we're, when we're doing something, you know, celebratory, celebratory. Huh. That's kind of fun. Yeah. It's, it this is almost a, as much a thing check as a thing call of like, I'm seeing a lot of people do this. Can anybody back me up out there in the world of people who are doing this? Yeah. I'm looking, I mean, it looks like Chloe Kardashian had eyeliner stickers mm-hmm. and it, so there you go. Like it's a little sticker above and below her eyes, it seems. Yeah. Interesting. Um, oh, I, well. <clears throat> I found a funny. Teen Vogue reference that kind of, here, I'll throw that in our, our Discord. Okay. That's kind of along the lines of what I'm talking about. So yeah. it's funny because I have, I'm just going to have to spoil it. There's a There's a thing that I've had in my reminders list as a bullpen thing that is, um, Kids are wearing these star-shaped acne patches oh. out in the world. So the face and stickers they, may even be old and the acne patches building on top of that. Cause that Teen because that Team Vogue article is from 2019. I wonder. So face stickers must – because I was like, wait, you wear the acne patch out in the world now? But they make these cute little star mm-hmm. ones and there's kind of this Gen Z brand that's become really popular that uh, are the star-shaped ones. Uh-huh. And they're wearing them out there. And it must be because the face stickers like paved the way. Also, face stickers are cute. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're like adorable. I love this. And I've seen, I've seen uh, men and women both, you know, just popping them on for for kicks. It's kind of oh, this could not be cuter, but also yes, this one hundred percent goes. So you got a bonus thing, everybody. Bonus thing with the star shaped acne stickers, but I never would have put it together with like with the cute face stickers. Yeah. Stickers on oh your face. God. I now I wish I had taken pictures 
you know, or, or collected more links of examples. Cause the, the teen Vogue story, the, the examples they're given are kind of way over the top, like lots of stickers. On yeah. That that's face. like a lot. <laughs> the ones I'm seeing is like, Oh, there might be like a couple of stars in a unicorn or something like that. Maybe right. A heart. Yeah. Well, let me see if I can find these little sticker pimple patches. Justin Bieber has turned these pimple patches into the new must-have accessory. Boom. Oh, my goodness. There we go. Boom. I mean, I almost want to dump my second thing because this is like the thing. This is the thing. It's yeah. okay. It's a double. It's a double. Star-shaped pimple patches. Totally goes needs with face to stickers. No one even needs to know. Right. Because yeah. the face stickers are already cool. Which they clearly are. Which they clearly are. Wow. I love it. Well, even this discovery of crossover things is not enough, actually, to make me dump my second thing because I could not be more excited about this because, once again, my friend Sarah, shout out Sarah, on the cutting edge of everything, has been super into caviar. And then that caused me, I was at Whole Foods all by myself before the holidays, and they just had a whole, like, display of caviar and blinny. And I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to be a caviar person in 2023. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm doing this. And she was like, Oh hell yeah. I've been all about like champagne. I was like, yeah, I got a bunch of tiny, like half bottles of champagne. I am going to become a champagne and caviar lady this year. This is going to be amazing. I can't wait. And then my friend Christine was like, I'm also about caviar. Let's do it. And then Martha Stewart.com. Sorry, tastingtable.com has an interview with Martha Stewart published today. Mm. Martha Stewart makes the case for why we should all be enjoying more caviar. What is the case for why? It's awesome. Because <laughs> it tastes good. Because <laughs> it's amazing and classy. It's indulgent and glamorous and it makes you feel hella special. And it's more accessible, probably because it's a freaking thing. All right. So I bought it for like $13. A note and a question. Uh, The note, I could have sworn you picked caviar before, like years ago. So I was thinking, (laughs) oh, is this, is this one where we've, we've caught two, two cycles? Uh, But I could not find a reference to you picking it in the first run of it's a thing way back when Mm -hmm. I did find from June of last year, a health student sent us a tweet about caviar bumps in which a dollop of fish roe is eaten off the back of one's hand, becoming a trendy way to consume <laughs> caviar. Wow. Well, maybe that maybe that incepted itself into my brain, but also that was probably a recognition of the fact that it's become this. It was big on trend. A, on the rise, yeah. Yeah. I could and Martha sworn that in you this interview, caviar Martha way back says when, and I was maybe. like, oh, it probably had a double peak, right? But yeah, I couldn't find. Couldn't, couldn't get that. Martha points out that in the last two years, caviar has become a mainstay of almost every fine dining menu. It's served with everything from omelets to scallops to deviled eggs. So it's so it's it you know started up up in the fine dining world and now is like every. I mean, I bought some like grocery store caviar and the other day was like, oh, I bet I could make like a. I have I had some tinned fish because you know thing shopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I made a puttanesca. Did pasta you? sauce, but I didn't have capers, so I used caviar because that's how freaking fancy <laughs> I am. <laughs> well, it's a sustainable food; it's become much much more accessible in price, and it makes you feel like a baller. So, so, so the price is lower. We're we're not talking the you know the the nineteen fifties movie 
version of caviar is that it's like outlandishly expensive and only the richest people can afford it. That's not true. Totally. No. Uh, the uh, So I, I said I, I had a point and a question. The question is, isn't it interesting that this is happening at a time when caviar, which is associated with Russia, <laughs> Russia <laughs> not terribly popular in the West? Very interesting. <laughs> Maybe it's a secret psyops campaign. Ah. <laughs> uh, we're taking it back. Like, where is the caviar sourced from? I would be interested to know. Yeah. For these totally. people like Martha Stewart who pay attention to that part of their message, right? If all Martha their caviar says, was coming from Russia, I don't know whether they would be recommending it. Martha says, and I quote, it's a sustainable food. We've actually learned how to farm caviar very well. So we're not relying on Russian caviar anymore or mm. Iranian caviar. And in fact, the caviar that I bought the other day, I can't remember where the holiday caviar, that was like expensive. Mm. I mean, that was like, you know, a little $50 cans or whatever. It was fancy Christmas stuff. But I bought some the other day at Whole Foods that was 12 or $13 for, I think, like three ounces. And it's lake caviar. Ah. It's like local. It's like U.S. Is that the zirconia of caviar? <laughs> Possibly. It's still shiny, Tom. Just let me have this. <laughs> or the, what is it? Chemical diamond? It's more like the chemical diamond because it's absolutely it's like caviar. Diamond, yeah. <laughs> it's still made out of carbon. <laughs> yeah. I don't care, man. I, I, let me tell you that I will not know the difference when I pop open my half bottle of champagne and have my well, and also, uh, caviar snickety snack. And I, I bought a little pancake mix so I can make my own blinis and uh, creme fraiche. Yeah. And you can I mean, do a little dollop of hot sauce in your creme fraiche. I know fish eggs probably, you know, doesn't go down smooth for some some folks out there. Um, but if you ever eat roe, which maybe you don't eat that either, but like, you know, <laughs> like at a sushi like restaurant. Sushi. Yeah. It's the same. The thing. lake caviar is actually not like I bought some say like um the caviar that I used to make the puttanesca was very like salty and fishy. Mm -hmm. But the freshwater caviar is not salty at all. Well, that I mean, makes it's sense, like, right? Really, yeah, because it's lake caviar. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I hadn't even thought about that part. Yeah. It is delight. The salty stuff is really good with the creme fraiche, but then mm -hmm. the 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 more fresh stuff. That's where you do like the dollop of hot sauce and like maybe some like a slice of persimmon is what Sarah did. My friend Sarah. Yeah. Most interesting woman in the world. Yeah, I mean, you can really, you can have a lot of fun with your new caviar lifestyle for 2023. Treat yourself. <laughs> can you smear caviar on your face from as a moisturizer? I mean, don't we think that's got to be next? <laughs> it's, it's the ultimate. Yeah, it's the it's the the outcome. You know, after you've watched the RRR movie with your face stickers, you remove the face stickers and then slug yourself with caviar. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> and save a little for yeah. on top of your blinny. Yeah, and then lick a little out of the corners. And that, um, friends, is how to live. That's <laughs> that's how we will all live for the next week. Uh, <laughs> we also have other things from you, and some of some of our best things, uh, I, no lie, come from the email. Uh, among the emailers who are some of our best thing finders is Manny, and Manny has a new bit of phraseology for us. Hey, oh, Tom, Molly, have I got you a thing? Let them cook or let him cook. It's everywhere and it's coming soon to everywhere else. Let them cook, meaning literally, but more often metaphorically, let them do their thing. A third party telling someone to leave someone else alone or more often just a compliment. I'm a bit late, but I think there's still gas left in this thing rocket. 
says Manny thing on. Oh my. Okay. Well, first of all, if Manny thinks he's late, that means nobody else has heard about it. <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. clears throat> so that's amazing. Also yeah. it's everywhere and it's coming soon to everywhere else. It's, <laughs> we may best. have to steal as our actual tagline. Yeah. It's, it's everywhere and it's coming soon to everywhere. Coming soon I to mean, everywhere else. I love that. That's incredible. <laughs> I, I don't we don't mean to diminish your amazing thing spotting of let them cook, which is spot on. I love that. But also it's everywhere and it's coming to soon to everywhere else is great. I love that so much, but also I will now be on the alert for it because I haven't heard it, but I love it. And I'm definitely gonna start using it. I'm just let gonna start cook. saying it inappropriately. Yeah. <laughs> just let them cook. cook yeah somebody's taking a long time at the checkout register at the grocery store let them cook <laughs> so that's not how that's used i don't know yeah. jacob writes in on a pattern thing hey motori sloop 1496 here sending in a thing mm. or my thing spot nice terrazzo mm. a pattern thing uh looks like someone tried to make it a thing during the pandemic but maybe now it's getting off the ground particularly i saw the following travel tumbler in a local boutique shortly after uh root rambler finding some terrazzo dresses actually silicone wrapped glass travel drinkware may also be an upcoming thing my girlfriend just received one as a holiday gift sourced from the royal botanic gardens victoria all right i'm clicking on the link to become immediately obsessed with and a shopping for speckled durable style of flooring. Oh, oh, oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's so it's it is a flooring style that has chips of marble, stone, or glass, and the gaps are filled in by cement. <laughs> but there's also terrazzo the pattern in dresses on a basketball shower speakers throw blankets we had faux terrazzo tiles in my kitchen as a kid oh really yeah Ooh, i remember that era yeah mm-hmm. i saw this yeah. when i clicked this and saw it i'm like oh yeah i know that pattern can't wow. it's impossible to clean because right <laughs> because well, that, I th- that's it why it always looks like it. something got spilled on it Exactly. Yeah. That's why everyone did it. Cause they were like, Oh, you can never tell. Like that could be a little blood on the floor or just yeah. part of the pattern. In the late seventies. I don't know why my parents carpeted the kitchen. <laughs> oh, dear Lord. <laughs> and the terrazzo <laughs> tile stayed under. Oh my goodness. Terrazzo. Okay. So they Good tried one. to make it a thing in the pandemic yeah. and then maybe now it's actually really coming back. I love it. Let's go. Uh, Jan from Germany on Lego. Uh, hi, Tom and Molly. Lego and off-brand bricks are definitely a thing in Germany, so much so that Lego took legal action against some influencers in Germany who use the term Legos to refer to the bricks of other companies as well. Other companies are allowed to produce brick designs in, that are similar because the brick design has expired. There's no, he said trademark. I don't think it would be a trademark on the brick design. I think it would be a patent, but, uh, but, but the protection has, has expired. Mm-hmm. And I've heard that. So I'll back yes. you on on that. Apparently, Lego claims that Lego isn't a generic term and people should use the term interlocking building bricks instead. Klembaustein in German. Uh, hmm. but Jan says, I think you two should be safe from Lego's lawyers. I think you're right. Thank you. I think that's probably true. It expired in 2011. And I actually remember hearing a story about how, and in fact, maybe even I might've even done a story about how the expiration of the Lego patents 
totally reinvigorated Lego. It was like the company was, you know, people were just like, oh, that's it. They're done for because anybody can make interlocking bricks. And then Duplo came out and like it all went crazy. And then Lego went hard into the um, intellectual property game. They created Ninjago. Yeah. I think that was, I think Ninjago was the first big IP that they created. And then they had a bunch of characters around it. And then they got into this licensing game and it's almost like they've never made more money. Then it's when their patent expired, because you don't need that. Yes. It's a great example of how protecting patents, copyrights, trade, you know, not trademark. Trademarks are a little different because it's it's like brand confusion, but patents and copyrights for sure. Like protecting them for a small period of time is beneficial. But after that, it's actually detrimental to everyone. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And this actually reinvigorated the whole like Starbucks being on every corner. It was like all of a sudden everybody wanted coffee. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. Lee Price writes in on TikTok music. I spent my New Year's Eve in the company of friends with some preteen kids. They couldn't stop showing me music videos for older artists they'd discovered via TikTok. But the cool thing was, these were all genuinely good songs of substance, not the teen pop music I'd normally expect kids to gravitate to. They legitimately introduced me to some cool indie bands I'd missed in the 2010s. This has always been one of TikTok's strengths, but I've noticed an increase in more and more youngsters getting into older, non-top 40 music via TikTok. Mm -hmm. So is this increasingly a thing? I guess let's just collectively wait and see if any prepubescents try to child-splain the cure to you (laughs) this year. (laughs) See y'all at the 10-year It's a Thing live recording spectacle fest, which I can only assume will be held in a Costco food court. Yes, next year. (laughs) It's coming next year. We had to put it off this year Yeah, because, you know... Whenever Some anyone things. asks you when Spectacle Fest is, it's next year. It's next year. Yeah. Just like Come nuclear on. fusion. Um, this is totally a thing. My kid knows all this weird old music and I'm like, how do you know this? And you've been you've been building the case for this with with several things you've mentioned, like the Fleetwood Mac and the John Denver and stuff. Yeah. Like where they these older groups, older songs go viral on TikTok with the kids, like totally yeah. No, Lee, you're you're definitely on to an Uber thing here for sure. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh, Professor Art from the Philippines sent us an email on the latest Y2K nostalgia. Hello, <laughs> Molly Tommy. Uh, Molly, your prediction that we're now moving from the 90s to the 2000s is just spot on because now Gen Z is coming after our early 2000s era digital cameras. <laughs> yes, old digital cameras are a thing. I first spotted it through some YouTuber using an ancient Olympus and I went, huh, that's interesting. But then it was quickly followed by a New York Times article basically declaring that this thing has exploded. Apparently, the youth is fascinated with the idea of disengaging from their all-in-one smartphones and making events feel more special. Plus, they're loving the harsher, less polished aesthetic that these 20-year-old cameras create. So yeah, bring out your old Casios and Nikons and Olympus with the sliding lens covers. They are once again a thing. Um, Guess what my son got for Christmas? A digital camera? Uh-huh. Oh, which one? A film oh, digital film. camera. Oh, yeah, a oh, Nikon. Wow. So they're, you know, he's like even more, he's layering on the the hipster aspects, but R- producer Rich helped us find an old Nikon SLR. That's amazing. Not DSLR, but SLR. Um, so- but yeah, but I actually am like, I think he's finding it. I mean, he really is into the film camera, but I'm also like, you just need an old like point and shoot. DSL- <laughs> yeah. Like, a, you know, digital camera. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Uh, Rich Rich wanted us to disclose that he did use Professor Art's email as the basis of a Daily Tech News show segment that he did on Monday as well. 
<laughs> as he should, because this is this is an uber trend story. And he cre- he credited Professor Art at that point too. But yeah, uh, it's I mean cassettes, digital mm-hmm. cameras, like Sony released uh, new MP3 players this week that look amazing because Sony's still great at design. I'm curious if those start getting some pickup. Like if, you know, if this idea of like, you know, I I want some single use stuff, like, could we see a little resurgence there? That'd be interesting. I know. Probably. Probably. Um, Icor from way back in the BOL days. Oh, yeah. Is in our Discord and was like, guys, I posted on December 9th about Nepo babies. In the Discord. You know what? I'm definitely guilty of missing things. In in the the thing channel. I know. Me too. And he totally was like, look, Nepo baby. And he posted that in New York. Uh magazine article so yeah you're we're giving you all the credit you were right you were first you and, were and right you there. are right to remind us of that thank you I yes thank you and we gotta like in fact Thaki joe has nude pickleball in there which i've been avoiding talking <laughs> about but nevertheless still a thing is uh, in fact a thing sandra on the new ted talk happy new year molly tom and rich to your prediction of Substack as the new TED Talk, I agree on the decline of TED Talks, but nominate Masterclass as an alternative. Oh. My social is full of Masterclass ads from established influencers, filmmakers, authors, chefs. It seems that hosting a Masterclass is the new status symbol, so that I'd expect them to become aspirational for upcoming influencers. Are you seeing this too? Yeah. You, you know what? You are a genius, Sandra. You are 100% correct. That is so it. Masterclass is the new TED Talk. I have seen these and immediately dismissed them because they're ads. Right. But, but it doesn't matter. That do- Exactly. That doesn't matter. Like if it soaks in and like Sandra is arguing, if influencers also seeing them go, oh, Masterclass, I, I should imitate that, right? Or if Masterclass take... I mean, I should charge him for this idea, uh, launches Masterclass X, <laughs> where like people mm-hmm. could do their own small versions of a Masterclass. Like, I don't know, maybe they have something like that already, but yeah. I don't know, but yeah, this I is totally genius. Well, yeah. and I can see also why Masterclass would be more popular than a TED Talk because I'm pretty sure you get paid yeah. for Masterclasses. Yeah. Like they pay you, they choose you, and I believe they pay you, and maybe you even make revenue based on how. I mean, I'm not sure how the business model works, but you do get paid, and I'm pretty sure if you do a TED Talk, that's just like you do a whole bunch of work on your speech, and then you do it for the prestige of giving a TED Talk. I think, again, I don't know for sure if you get paid because no one's ever asked me to do a TED Talk, so bite me. But I'm <laughs> suspecting that getting paid to do a masterclass is a big part of the reason why there's people a difference like, between yeah, TEDx and TED too. And I, I wonder if one gets paid and the other doesn't. I right. Don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I do I get know. the feeling it's all for the honor of doing it. I think it is. Yeah. And the exposure. Cause what, if you do like a full on real, like TEDx gets you some exposure, but if you do a right. TED talk, TED talk, then you'd like, yeah, everybody knows. It's big. Like that's yeah. how you're going to sell your yeah, book yeah, or whatever. Totally. But Yeah. Interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to look that up. I do not know these answers. This is all speculation, but by next week or possibly the end of the show, I'll know. (laughs) Our shout outs this week, uh, as every week go to people at the top tier in our Patreon, patreon.com slash it's a thing. Uh, they are always handcrafted, 
by artisan producer Rich Straffolino, uh, based on all the best aspects of human culture and intellectual curiosity. This week's shoutouts are based on a selection from Paul Carl Feyerabend's Against Method, Outline of an Anarchistic Theory of Knowledge. <laughs> Rich is the smartest person we know. <laughs> <laughs> He just had this probably like on the shelf or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah he pulled this from memory. Yeah, yeah. he did. <laughs> he definitely did. <laughs> All right. Um, shall I begin? Please do. All right. The objection that Kevin Sill is self-correcting and thus needs no outside interference overlooks first that every Eric Duncan is self-correcting. Hmm. Look at what happened to Louis Saint Amour after Vatican II. <laughs> And secondly, that in Gabrielle Cohen, the self-correction of Jake Woods, which tries to achieve more humane ways of living, overrules the self-correction of Benjamin Forrest, which has a more narrow aim, mm. unless Laura Abel is given temporary independence. Hmm. Hence, in a democracy, a local Lee Price not only will, but also should use Joe Hood in ways most suitable to Mike Akins. The competence of Morris Jones could be vastly improved by a James C. Smith that exposes Andrew Bradley's fallibility instead of acting as if Miranda Janelle did not exist. Mm-hmm. She exists. She exists. <laughs> Expose the fallibility is yes. all we ask. Expose it. God forbid you become Louis Saint-Amour after must expose Vatican it. II. I am an anarchist. You must do what I say. <laughs> you must. I am an anarchist. Follow my rules. <laughs> These are the rules. <laughs> and any anarchists that are listening, we know that's not really how it works. Okay. Uh, is it though? Sorry. Funny joke. Producer Rich says, it's legit my favorite theory of knowledge that I don't really agree with, but I like thinking about <laughs> Nice. Yeah, I like that. Oh, thank you, friends. If you would like to join the uh, lucky patrons in the shout out level, please visit patreon.com slash it's a thing where you can support us at any level you choose. And we are grateful to have you. And all those great things that we got an email, keep those coming. If you're like, oh, I, I, I got one of those. Uh, here's the email address. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. See you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Give it to me. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.